Welcome to Temple Talk. It's Temple Talk with your host, Jack and Lee, about to talk your asses off about the motherfucking league. Power rank is game of the week. Power tanking, how they lead their sheets. Have one word bias and repeats. It's Temple Talk with Jack and Lee. Download and enjoy, or just delete. It's game day, people! Welcome to the first ever Saturday morning episode of Temple Talk. Today we will be unveiling the preseason week zero power rankings from the committee. We'll go through our picks for the divisions, the playoffs, and the league champions. Very excited, Jack. This is going to be a great Saturday morning episode. Perfect pregame for the Badger game. That's right. Taking on Penn State. But before we get into that, Lee, you have a debt to pay. Yes, I do. An early morning pregame shot of Malort. Because, As I said, perfect pregame for the Badger game. <laughs> because Justin Fields was accurately predicted by yours truly to go in the ninth round. We had a little friendly wager of which round Fields would go in. I picked the ninth or earlier, and Lee picked the 11th or later. I did. I was not... Uh, Thinking smart, uh, realizing that we are a home league with the uh, with Chicago Bears, and I yeah. was not um, smart about that. But yeah, and you went early in the ninth round. I think Sam took him in the second set with the second pick in the ninth. So yes, it was not great. Um, but you know, a gentleman always pays his debts. That's so. right. Cheers, Lachaim. And we're we're I'm cheers in this with a nice everyday hero. Yes. Cheers in it, chasing it with an everyday hero from Revolution Brewery. Be an everyday hero, even you. Cheers, cheers. Ooh, how is that? Ooh, first Muller shot of the season. <laughs> oh, there'll be many more. Oh, there'll be many. You more. know, it, it's it since last year it has gotten a little bit better. I'd say <laughs> we're starting to. Even though I, even though it's been a while since I've had one, it's it's not that bad anymore. Okay, I'm gonna turn that down. So didn't even realize you still had it playing. Okay, let's get into the meat and potato. Well, not yet. We're gonna go through first some trade analysis. Talk about some trades that have happened this year. Much more activity this season than yes, there was. Yes, indeed, there was. You know, usually before draft. Or right after a draft before week one, you don't really see that mm-hmm. much. And, and we saw some. So we got some some teams that are very excited for players. We have some teams that, I mean, maybe admitting that their draft sucked. I don't know. I, I mean, Ooh. to me, that's kind of what it sort of says. So, uh, or it could be, op- or their, their, uh, I mean, it could, some people could be thinking that their draft went so well that they could get rid of. Player. Like they right, right. I'm, I'm looking at the other side yes. of that there. I'm looking at one team in particular. <laughs> well, which team is that? <laughs> that is Score S'mores, because he did, Adam did a lot of action here. Um, although, you know, he didn't have that many picks, so right. maybe you can't say he, his team sucked, yeah. but he grabbed his wide receivers he wanted. He grabbed a couple wide receivers that went in the fifth round, essentially paid two fifth, uh, $30 in fab. We'll talk about the second one, but he paid thirty dollars in fab essentially for two fifth round picks here. So the first one, Jack, we talked about this a lot. You know my view on it. Oh yeah. Tyler Boyd for thirteen dollars in fab. I posted it in the chat. I said it's basically do you want a fifth round pick for thirteen or thirteen dollars in fab? 
So your argument, I understand. Do you want a thirteen dollars to Fab or Travis Etienne, who is now injured mm -hmm. in the third round? Mm -hmm. You never know when that's going to happen, so I get that. But you also need to lean on the side of you got to assume that your player's not going to get hurt. So yeah, you know Tyler Boyd, Adam got one of his guys there. I get it from you, alumni. Yes, alumni. I get it from your standpoint. You had a lot of wide receiver depth there, so you didn't really need him. Now you have some extra fab to go after a running back if somebody gets hurt, or if like a breakout wide receiver comes out, or for you in your case, if a tight end, a breakout tight end comes. Yes. You know. Um, yeah. So so I get that. Apologize for the background noise there. Uh, I, I totally get that. Adam got one of his guys, um, but but for me, I just I. I I just the thirteen dollars in fabs made. Yeah, yeah. And my argument was, I you know, if I cut Boyd, just let's just say, if I cut Boyd, he'd probably have gone for twenty dollars in fab, let's say, or twenty five. But that money doesn't go to me, so I'm I'm selling him for thirteen dollars. Uh, Adam needed wide receivers, um, and I'm getting thirteen dollars as opposed yeah. to just cutting loose a guy. I needed to free up some bench spots. Yep. Um, you know, I don't know if I would have cut Tyler Boyd come cut down time but uh you know it at least lets me keep some of those guys that i'm hoping rise throughout the like marquez calloway and lavisca chanel who i think might have some potential to you know be star like not superstar but sure. you know, have some keeper value next sure. year because they were so they were drafted later yep, yep. Um, yeah and, and 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 i get that too i just to me it makes it seem as if you you're admitting you made a wrong pick well, I didn't love the pick. No, I'm not going to say I love. That Tyler was a pick you traded back too. Yeah, I think too, right? And I, so. I could have, I could have tried to trade back more. more. I didn't, I didn't yeah. love it, but you know, sometimes you just you get cornered into taking whatever the best player yeah. is. And you I think you're him. taking you're taking the risk, but you're making the assumption that Boyd is not going to have a good season because you could have, if he had a good game week one and he goes off, you could have gotten him. Yeah, gotten rid. But of even if he does have a good season, he could have been having a good season on my bench all the time. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Good point. All right, the other one though, Adam gets his boy. Brandon Cooks. Oh, yeah. Zach gave up, finally gave up Brandon Cooks. We had the trade that happened earlier that the the, uh, the, um, oh, the nullified trade, the uh, Schrodinger's trade, <laughs> as I called it, um, that uh, now actually takes place here. $17 a fab. So a little bit more of a fab for a player that got picked actually two picks after or before. Mm -hmm. Two picks before for four extra dollars in fab. Yeah. I think it's the same arguments here. Mm -hmm. um, Adam, Adam wanted brain cooks all along so he got his guy and now gives Zach an opportunity for a couple of his guys wide receivers he had on his bench to to show up and yep. show out for him yep so and then the big one happened last night uh Lamar Jackson as Zach had traded so he traded away cooks and then he went on to trade away Lamar Jackson in an 11th round pick next year for a fifth and a sixth next year from Greg so this yep. was a big trade. I think uh, this is a big a big trade from a standpoint of preseason. Yes, especially trade. for the preseason. Right. Yeah. I think this is a this is a big trade. I think a good trade for both sides. I think I think it's very fair all around. Yeah. What say. we're looking at is Zach probably has more confidence in Tom Brady. Yep. He's happy with his Tom Brady pick that he got late. Yep. Um, and that's kind of what I mentioned earlier about sometimes you have a good draft, you get deep at a position, so yep. you start trading away. Yeah, and I think he had – I think Zach took Brady there with all sights of wanting to trade yes. Lamar all from the beginning of his draft. Mm -hmm. I think he woke up that Sunday morning and said, I'm picking another quarterback to trade Lamar. Sure. So Zach got to move on from Lamar, um, and and he got a good haul – I think a good haul, fifth and a sixth. Yeah, I agree. Strong. 
uh, Greg got his quarterback secured up, so he did. good trade for him as well. Although he um, had his quarterback secured up. He had my boy Big Ben, but that's all right. Well, I he's out I'll... there on the waivers. Dude. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, don't worry. I told him if I end up, you know, hypothetically, if I end up in that championship game and he's still sitting out there, I'm oh, getting him that second ring. ring. I'm getting him that second <laughs> ring, my boy Big Ben. Because <laughs> we talked about it, I think, on our week. Our, our, had him every year. I think we talked about it last week that I've had him. I'm pretty sure I've had him every single year in our league. So that's, that's my awesome. guy. I love him. That's hilarious. So a good trade. I think all these trades – both each side of the deal got better, uh, and that's what trades are for. Both teams yes, can get is. better. Um, maybe one time, one side got more better than the other side, but both sides got better. Uh, okay, so now what you guys have all been waiting for the committee poll. Um, these these poll this the committee convened last night or this morning after the uh, big trade. Yes, uh, and ran and crunched the numbers. Uh, so the these their rankings are up to date, taking into account your whole roster, including those those three trades, including those trades, taking into account your entire roster, start to bench, um, defense and kicker as well. Yep. Also, we're kind of going to have an parentheses the coaches poll from earlier this week, which does not have an account those trades. Everyone filled it out on Monday. That's correct. So we have the coaches poll, just just a general temperature from the league on how they feel about your team. A very unbiased opinion. Very poll. unbiased. None of the coaches have any bias. I'm zero. Sure. Zero bias. So, Lee, why don't you kick it off with number 12? I will. Number 12 here. Again, as as Zach mentioned, the committee's, committee took this after trades that happened. So, as a result, we're sitting here with uh, my guy, Purple Parrots, Zach Salacious Spelunkers sitting at number twelve. Uh, that's a lot of that is probably as a result of losing Lamar Jackson there. and Cooks and Brandon Cooks. Good point. Yes, and and losing Brandon Cooks there. Um, so so we talked about those two trades. Um, but I also talked about it's it's setting Zach up for for potential breakouts from from uh, the guy you dubbed Corona Davis last year. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and and also potential for Antonio Brown there. You know, there that's there's there's a lot of ambiguity with Antonio Brown. People might think he might be the best wide receiver out of Tampa this year. He could given be. he's got a full season now, full season, full year of, of practice and, and training. I'm sure you disagree with that. Uh, I will disagree with that. <laughs> but but Zach probably does not. So yeah. So I think Zach's got some potential here to, to move up, and and I think we might be able to see Zach moving up from 12 there. I I, I will say we will see Zach moving yeah. up from 12 in the future. I will That's, say that. Yeah, he's got a lot of COVID people. He's got Beasley. Oh yeah, he picked up uh, he picked up some some anti-vax. Someone I like there. someone I like for Zach to have as a kind of a riser over the next couple of weeks is Terrace Marshall. He's getting a lot of buzz over the last. couple of weeks. He is getting a ton so of buzz. Yes, could be someone he's trying. He didn't want to cut. And therefore, he get got rid of Cooks. Yeah, and, and don't forget, he's got Miles Gaskin there. He's sitting oh, right yeah. now, currently on his bench. I mean, we'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Maybe he ends up in his flex there. Yeah, that's some that's some good depth at the running back position. Yeah. So, okay, and then on to number eleven, we have Section P. Sam Salawang, his first ranking ever is not a great one, but uh, I predict it'll rise through the season. Um, because I, like we said, we think he had a very solid draft with given what he had. Um, unfortunately, he lost. You know, I, I, this season is for J, uh, J.K. He says, um, "Drink for drink for Dobbins." Um, so he will. Uh, <laughs> he will uh, have. He has Gus Bus thankfully to back him up. So he moved up into a starting lineup. I think the 
Uh, Damian Harris got a little bump from the Mac Jones slash Cam Newton, Cam Newton cutting, at, a.k.a. the Mac Jones starting. Some solid wide receivers. Uh, so he is uh, prepared to take the league on by storm. Lee, you're yeah. up. Yep. So coming in at number 10, we have the Rough Riders. Oh, I just realized I did not share the coaches poll for Oh, that's Zach. right. Coach's poll for Zach was the 11th. So the coaches thought he was a little bit better. But, again, this took place before the uh, before the trades happened. And, so. and and I forgot to mention, the coach's poll for Sam Selling was number 10. That's correct. Coming in at number 10 for the committee here, number 8 for the coach's poll. So we got a, a couple improved picks here, uh, a couple improved spots from the, from the coaches here. We have the Rough Riders. Rough Riders here. This is a this is a young team, Jack. I will mm-hmm. say, very young team. Core solid core running back. Great running back, Jonathan Taylor. We all love Go Badgers. Him. Go Badgers. Um, but he's got. I mean, he's got a couple second year wide receivers here. He's got Mooney. He's got CD Lamb, and he's got his boy Debo. If he can stay healthy, I mean, I think. And let's not forget. He's got Justin Fields. And so, he's got Justin Fields. I mean, that's that's some good potential there. He's got and he's got sitting on his bench. Oh, he's got Pittman, another I think he's second year, right? Yep. Um, and and that rookie on the bench. And he's let's not forget, he's got uh Cortland Sutton sitting on his bench, who's who's returning from that ACL. We remember he was drafted in the second round last year by uh none other than me, um, before that ACL tear. So he's he's got some young players there, he's got a solid team. I predict <laughs> He will rise. Really? <laughs> and at number nine, we have the fantasy football team. Uh, Coaches Paul got it right here, Lee. They, they were number nine as well. All right. Uh, like you mentioned, Sam had, or the Rough Riders had a young wide receiver core. Well, I think James is, is even younger. He has both Chase, uh, Jamar Chase, and Waddle, right? Or Waddle, no? and that's it. And that's it. But he also has. Oh, he's no, He's got Devonta Smith too. Devonta Smith. There you so go. he has the three big wide three receivers. Three big wide receivers. Uh, he also has Chuba Hubbard, who kind of took a dip this week because they signed it's Royce Chuba. God, Chuba Damn. Hoover. Um, also, his quarterback is a rookie. So James is just going a lot of. Oh, young, he's got. He, there's got two rookie quarterbacks because he picked up Mac Jones the other oh, day too. Just going on. Oh, totally we're going all rookie. I, I think. I will just say this, and people might not know this, but I think Sam Salling is very jealous here of James's squad. If you don't know, Sam, Sam is a rookie huge guy. rookie guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chip, Swift and Chubb give him a strong running back core. Hopkins Swift brings some Chubb. Swift Chubb. Hopkins brings some veteran presence to the locker room. He'll probably teach the younger younger wide receivers the ropes. And I predict that this team will rise. Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I'll take the next one as well. Number eight, we have the scoring S'mores. Your I, rival. I believe, I I predict this team has risen over the last week because the coaches poll from Monday did not like the scoring S'mores. They were at number 12 on the coaches poll. Mm. Um, so he rounded out, like, as we mentioned earlier, he rounded out his starting lineup with uh, just spending some $30 a fab. Uh, otherwise he's, you know, the bit, he's big New York bankies kind of guy spending money <laughs> to get better. Uh, that's funny. Uh, otherwise, I mean, he's got, he's got some good starting running backs, great tight ends, probably the best two tight ends in the league. Right. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of people were shocked by that. They're taking mm-hmm. Hawkinson after he already tagged Kelsey. Yep. He, he, uh, 
Yeah, I, I had some deals for Hawkinson that I think were fair, just not the right time. Yep. You know, I just thought about this. You uh, you mentioned that uh, he can't do the Deshaun Watson with his fab anymore. Because he already had him. He's already got him on his team. <laughs> he doesn't so have he to worry thinking, about He was thinking way ahead. <laughs> he was, he was <laughs> ahead of uh, I think He was way ahead. So I predict Adam will not rise. He will fall throughout the he year. He will not rise. Because he stinks. Because right. he stinks. He stinks. Because he already rose. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in here at number seven, we have the returning champs here. Prestige Worldwide. Why? 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 Number seven. Yeah, coach and committee got this right. Nice. Number seven on the coaches poll as well. Uh, Emily here. We, uh, As we know, this was uh, Max's team. Uh, now Emily taking over here. Uh, huge Packer fan. Oh, my God. The the biggest Packer fan, bigger head. than bigger than a, than the uh, Packer fans in the league, um, because she, yeah, like she claims Sam Daly and, and Greg. Yeah, because yeah, she claims that she's a, a Bears fan, yeah. um, but I don't know about that. Look no at her squad. Um, she's got she got Rogers, Adams, and Tunyon. So uh, yeah, we'll see about how that we'll see how that goes. But uh, you know, she also has the Broncos running back room on lockdown. She she's sure got does. Gordon and Javante. So she's starting Gordon, but she took after Devontae. Hopefully, well, hopefully, hopefully, right? Hopefully, they either both have solid value throughout the year, like a Brown situation with Chubb and and Hunt, yep. or one of them takes over, and then she just locks in the one, and then she can hold one for handcuff or, or, or dump up. Or Gordon could get traded. Yeah. That'd be interesting. That would be good, too, there. So uh, that is Emily's squad. I, with Emily, predict she will rise. Rise. Wow. Rise. Um, at number six, we have the Fields of Dreams, uh, newly rebranded. Tyler has now taken over full participation of the previously Jacksonville Pride. Uh, easy to say here. This isn't going to shock anyone. Uh, Ty, Ty and, and the Fields of Dreams have the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, yeah. With, yeah. with uh, Sorry, I'm trying to find his roster. Tyreek and Diggs. Tyreek and Diggs. Um, Landry's okay as a wide receiver three. The, the, Tyreek and Diggs. Are, wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Best yeah. wide receivers in the league. They're the first and the third. Probably there's, first there's and third. Zero, there's zero argument there. Exactly. So uh, his quarterback, also Mahomes, is best in the, you know, best in the league. Very strong lineup here. James Robinson and Daryl Henderson are um, not, you know, not great, but, but because of James, of injury, exactly. I mean, yeah, that really helped him injury. out. Um, I like some of his running back depth. I like Kenneth Gainwell and uh, Curtis Samuel. Or not, no, sorry, not Curtis Kareem Hunt. Re, Stevenson. Oh, okay. As reading, but he's got name. Kareem Hudson on his bench. He's too. got Kareem on his bench too, so he has some room for growth there as well. Uh, so that's uh, yeah, that's what I feel about the Fields of Dreams. I feel like they have a pretty strong team, ready to make a big splash in the league. I will add. Uh, I the, like the I, coaches' poll was much more generous to Fields of Dreams oh, wow. than the committee. Uh, they the coaches poll had them at three as opposed to the committee having wow. six. So that is that's wow. So is this a prediction by the league that he will rise? Because I predict he will probably stay around the same. Oh. Maybe rise a little. We're about half the league, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know how many Not more players can rise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just want to add one thing, and I think I mentioned it last week, but I love Rondell Moore sitting on his bench right yeah. there. I think, and the good thing about it is, is will he will know within probably two weeks whether he can dump him or whether he's got potential yep. there. 
but I, I really like Rondale Moore there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's yeah. got some good rookies. He's got rookies on his bench, not in his lineup, but he's got rookies on his bench yep. littered throughout. Coming in here at number five, Jack, I know you uh, you do not like and you do not agree with this, but we have the old-style boys. Committee's got him at number five. That is you. Coaches have you a little bit better. The coaches think you are the fourth overall team. I, th- I still think and assume you probably differ, back to differ, and think you'd be a little bit better there. Um, hey, Lee, you know what this is? This is just bulletin board material. Yeah, we're the best team in the yep. league. Hashtag believe. Hashtag believe. As Ted Lasso would yeah. say. You know, I'll, I'll admit to you, Jack, on the coaches poll, my vote for the coaches poll gave you the number one. Wow. Although I couldn't vote for my own team. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> so I, I think you have a very solid squad. I mean, I think we all realize that your keepers coming in and your in your tag were, were great. You know, assuming Saquon can can start healthy. You know, maybe he doesn't play week one, or maybe, you know, he's he's hobbled week one, but, limited, but he'll yeah. be back. Mm-hmm. And I think you have a solid squad there. Um, I think that uh, you have – the one thing I will say, and you brought it up earlier, huge flyer guy oh, there. I love However, however they're, both, they're both on the same team. So, I don't know, can two flyers from one team go up? You got your boy Marquez Calloway and Jawan Johnson. I don't know. I mean, I think you could also say LaVisca is a flyer, but I think he – was drafted a little bit higher than a flyer. Yeah, there, so. Tyson Williams. Yeah, that's, that was that was interesting there too. So we'll we'll see. Well, we got. I'm I'm betting it all on LASIK Jameis, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. he's the starting quarterback there now. So and I got his top two targets. Juwan Johnson is going to outscore Troutman, probably outscore Higby. The uh, the uh, the Swiss Army knife there, the wide yes. receiver, the, the cheat code, and wide receiver, tight end. Receiver wide receiver, yeah. tight end, cheat code. Yeah. So well, actually. I want to Did talk he, about my tight end because there's something I, I noticed. I'm, uh, oh, yeah, I still have him. I, I I was just looking on Sleeper because it lists him as tight end first. I think my team, my team in particular the tight ends, are cursed. Because if you remember back in, you know, pop in the time machine, uh, to 2018, I drafted George Kittle in the 14th round, and then I cut him before the season started. So I think from that point on, my team was cursed because the very next season – I drafted Austin Hooper in the late rounds. So what you're saying is, is you're not dropping Juwan Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not done with my curse yet. So oh, I, had Hooper. I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had I Hooper, it. who started off like the first eight weeks as the tight end number one. We all know what happened But I dropped there. him for Mark Andrews, so that was okay. Um, no, the, the Hooper thing was, oh, that was the year after? Hooper was in 2019. Okay, last Kittle year. Was in last year was the, the big Last year the, I kept Mark the Andrews. Comical. Last year, I kept Mark Andrews, then traded for Austin Hooper on his bye week. Because Mark Andrews, it was his bye week or he got hurt? It was yeah. Mark Andrews' bye week, so I needed a plug and play. <laughs> and then as soon as I traded for him, his appendix blew up. <laughs> then this year, I draft Herb Smith in the late round. And, and uh, tore his meniscus. Torn, tears his meniscus. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll pick up Evan Ingram. Not and two minutes. Not later. even two minutes later. <laughs> not, it was, I the waiver's up, cleared and boom. Yeah, it was like 6.05. The waivers for six oh six. He's out. He's out of the game. Captain and it didn't even look like anything happened. He just like fell over. And I think they had initially announced just cramps and he would yeah. be okay. Yeah. Now possibly IR. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm going with Ertz for now. And that might change by seat by the time season rolls around. Hey, he and uh, he and the Eagles, you know, made up their made up their piece. Yeah. So what I like Ertz, about we'll tight ends is is ones that don't block and Zerk, 
Hurts does not block. And you got Hurts there, so. Yeah, so they might be a little little stack. stack. And they play the Falcons. So, I don't know. Well, it's going to be something I have to figure out. It's only until Juwan Johnson goes off week one, right? And then you can throw him in here. I could start him. Do it. I could. Do it. Glory play. I do love those glory plays. Well, enough about me. Let's get on with the rankings. In at number four. Uh, actually, did we mention that? Yeah, we did mention the coaches poll had me at four. Four, um, yes. Okay, so in at number four of the committee is the coaches poll favorite team, the Temple Guards. Uh, I have, I think this is probably the strongest RB core, but Lee, I'll let you take it yes. away. Yes. Yeah, I, I um, the, the coaches poll, I think I ranked Seth, my coaches vote, I think at two. So that's pretty close. I think Seth has a very strong team here. Um, and, and I would agree that I think it's the very strong RB core. I don't know if it's a number one. I haven't really dug down to see, um, you know, who actually has the strongest, but it's, it's up there. It's probably top three, um, RB core there and, and, and solid. I would, I would just say that starting lineup outside of old man Gronk is a really solid starting lineup there yeah Seth and Aaron are going to be competing for tight ends on the waiver wire especially because he's he he was smart and he took uh the greatest running back of all time in David Montgomery yeah so mm-hmm. you know very good pick there um I will say outside of Robbie Anderson I I only just because I'm I've never been a Mike Williams fan and he gets hurt every year a little bit lacking on the depth side there yeah I think Mike Williams could be this year's uh Will Fuller, maybe not to that extent, but I think someone who's been like got that injury tag, gets takes his PDs, <laughs> goes off for eleven weeks, and then, and then after that gets suspended, yes. and they realize, oh, that's why he's healthy. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it worked out for me. <laughs> that makes sense. What's up, boys? And, and we know we're never gonna know what happens until week one with the Texans running back yes. for, but he's grabbed Philip Lindsay as a flyer there. Maybe he's a starter. Who knows what's going on there? It's so funny. Philip Lindsay and David Johnson are owned but mark ingram is out there and he's been getting like he's the, probably the starter yeah <laughs> like he's well, whatever the that, goal line that carries there does that no, mean because anything? it's the texans yeah. and he's gonna yeah. get the goal line carries but are they gonna ever be at the goal line yes so uh he, he does have a little issue here his uh his current starting quarterback is on covid protocol i i don't remember if he actually has covid or if he was just a close contact um, so Seth's going to have to keep an eye there. Oh, he has Stafford. Never mind. He's got Stafford. Oh, so wow. he can easily place Stafford in there in the event that, uh, Tannehill actually has COVID and it is not, uh, is not just the, uh, close contact mm-hmm. there. Wow. The, uh, Tennessee Titans are, I think they're the bottom of the barrel with the least vaccinated players. And the remember the Vikings or the Colts, including their coach. I think he's not vaccinated oh either. That doesn't surprise me. Um, so, um, Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I think Seth's got a great starting squad there. I think uh, I will actually. I've said a lot of teams predicted predicted to rise, and we started saying that uh, not, not not enough room, not enough room. But but I think Seth has potential to rise. I'll oh, yeah. say that. Yep. I don't think he. I I don't know if he necessarily will, but I think he's got potential to because we're already at the four. Yep. And on to number three are the San Diego Sixty Niners. Coaches poll didn't love him, but that was before the Lamar Jackson trade. Yes, which makes uh, sense. So, you know, he was at number three. Coaches poll had him at number five. But uh, with the Lamar Jackson trade, I, I really like this team. Uh, other than maybe his wide receivers are still weak. Um, and you can see, I mean, if, if Will Fuller comes back from suspension, 
there's still other guys there, Waddle and Parker and even Gasicki. Uh, so like, it's not like Will Fuller is going to own that receiving yeah. core like he did last year on the Texans where there was no one. Um, so Tyrell Williams is another, I think he's just like trying to make sure he has someone. He's he the play. wide receiver one there yeah. now because they cut Perriman. So he, he's just making sure he has someone there to play, but a solid team from Greg, it really, especially because he filled that hole at quarterback. Greg he's, is really good at filling holes. I'll tell you that. Much. Oh yeah, he is. As he's, his, as his roommate in college, I'll, I'll admit that. Um, yeah, we, what? Never mind. I forgot. <laughs> I never lived with Greg. I don't know why. I thought. Oh no, I did. What am I? I'm stupid. As I did live with you, I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, so he is still holding hope that Todd Gurley gets signed. I'll just say Does that. Does he have him on his team? He still, still has uh, him on his team. I think he picked him up right as Dobbins got hurt, which uh, we did forget to mention for uh, for Sam or not Sam. Oh, you did. Okay, I'm dumb. Uh, Gurley, he's still holding out hope. I don't think the Ravens are signing him. Sorry, Greg. So if you're holding else. that, yeah, he could go somewhere else. Um, all I want to add with Greg is that that trade, I think, I don't think I mentioned this, but that trade basically says here, win now mode for Greg. Yep. You know, it's, he realizes McCaffrey is off of his team unless he gets the one, one next year. Yep. So, so it is win now mode for Greg. So I, I understand if McCaffrey has a good season again, another, let's say top three, maybe he takes that. Would you spend a one and a four on him? I probably would. Knowing that he just made that trade, I don't know. If oh, that's anymore. true. Yes, that's good. You point. know, now he doesn't have a fifth, so that would mean he doesn't have a fourth, fifth, or sixth. Yep. That I think seals the deal that he is that's not fair. keeping yeah. McCaffrey. Yeah. Had he not made that deal, I actually would agree with you. I think he keeps him there. Yeah. So uh, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out from Greg. Maybe he forgot about that rule change. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, but it is win now mode for Greg, and I think if Greg wins the uh, the Shrine Bowl this this year. I think it pays off, and I think he's happy giving up McCaffrey next year. Mm-hmm. And he will be our first ever back uh, two-time champion. He won't be. I'll be if there. he wins. If he wins. Yeah, but he won't be. Right. Obviously, we have a few other people that have the potential for that, which we can talk about later. Coming in at number two, Jack. We have stonks only go up, which is very true. The uh, com- coaches were not so strong with uh, with Ryan's team here. Coaches had him at six. Mm-hmm. Actually, a big drop from from where the committee has him here. The committee really loved the fact that he had a billion second round picks. So um, the committee also that, must his team's deep. there. The committee also must love that Kyler Murray's on his squad, which we already talked about last week that we loved that pick. Mm-hmm. I think they the committee loves him too. Um, as you said, super deep squad. Injuries happen, no worries. He can fill anybody in. Look at his bench. He's got Raheem Mostert, easily can be a starting running back there. He's got Amari Cooper, easily can be a starting wide receiver. Juju Smith-Schuster, maybe can be a flex play there. So, you know, he's got some squad. And he's got handcuffs here. He's got Pollard for Zeke. And he picked up just now, which I actually would argue hurt his team, the actual transaction that happened. Wayne Gallman went to the uh, Falcons. Mike Davis, uh, I would argue that hurts Mike Davis, but he was smart enough to pick him up yeah. so that he's got the handcuff now. Yeah. So um, I, I think he's got a solid squad. Uh, I really love Tyler Lockett there. I have a, I think Tyler Lockett's going to have a great year this year. Tyler Lockett is the perfect uh, wide receiver three, I think. Yeah, plus, and, plus and, receiver. and I think you agree with me here. Um, I think he and a lot of – and the committee are really big on Julio this year. 
I, I think that is just one spot where I think you could see some some potential issues there. And that's not biased because I have A.J. Brown. Like, I understand no, I have A.J. Brown, but that's actually not biased because I have A.J. Brown. I, I think that Julio, he's always at risk for injury. He's like 32. And he's old now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's like – I think there's, there's stats that show like wide receivers after the age of like 30 or something like that start to just like yeah. go downhill from there. So, But – we have one more point to add here. September 3rd, 5 p.m., 5.14 p.m. We'll always remember the fallen. Le'Veon Bell, this one's for you. Le'Veon Bell, the first ever player drafted in the League of the Hidden Temple. A little factoid. Is that really Yeah. Correct? Max Wagner took him with the 101 in 2018. So respect to the dead. R.I.P. And Lee, you're happy with this. Uh, we have not sent any. We obviously haven't said your name yet, so we know where that means. Crotchety rim shots are the top ranked team coming into the season. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I voted for you, number one. Uh, very, um, like, just very, very strong top line team. Uh, I would say, you know, I, I don't love Odell and I don't love Joe Mixon, but. And and your bench running backs leave a lot to be desired, but you know that's every almost every team has only two or three running backs, so it's not like you're behind the eight ball there. Uh, Kyle Pitts could be big, so yeah, just just a good draft. The committee thinks so. I, the coaches poll thinks so because they put you at number two behind uh, Temple guards. Um, so just you know, just a great a great job, Lee. Yeah, I mean. I couldn't vote for myself. I mentioned earlier I couldn't vote for myself, but unbiasedly, I would have been number oh, so one. So unbiased, yeah. I I love my draft. I love my team, and we will uh, we will maybe talk about later. Uh, Ooh, teasing, teasing. Indeed, Jack. Yes, I love my team. Let's move on because I don't want to talk about my team anymore. We already know. Season predictions time. Woohoo! Everybody Remember last for. year. Last year, I did very well here. I think you I got did. six right or something and like I that. Think last year, I went like one for five. <laughs> so let's do this here. Um, and let's just start. You know, Purple Parrots Division. Jack, who do you got? Well, the returning champs of the Purple Parrots are no longer. No longer. It's Max, but we'll call it Emily, the yes. Prestige Worldwide. Uh, I'm gonna go with the preseason power rank number one, Lee Crotchety really? rim shots. Yeah, the rim jobs. Um, just a strong team, you know. I think there's there's a lot of a lot of teams in your division that might uh, be nipping at your heels, but uh, yeah, good job. You know, I think uh, you're gonna win the parrots, and I'm right all the Thanks, time, so. Jack. You are right all the time, and I knew that you were right all the time, and so I picked myself too. Smart guy. That's not guy. why, but I just. I, like I said, we all know I love my team this year, mm -hmm. so I picked my team. And that's how we'll do it. For the Green Monkeys division, Lee, last year Greg won it. Who do you have it this year? I think, Jack, I think we're going to have a repeat here. Wow. Three-time repeat. I think Greg's going to win win again this year. As much as I do not want to see Greg win the Green Monkeys division again this year, uh, yet Greg, sorry, more hate on your team this year. He texted me after the pod saying, a lot of hate on my team, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think you will uh, come out victorious in the Green Monkeys. So uh, congrats on your, I don't remember how much we said this year, 20 bucks, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. So, yeah. Congrats. 30? 30? Oh. For the Green Monkeys division, I have a repeat division winner, but it's not Greg. Ooh. Coming into a new division, he won the Blue Barracudas last year. he did. People forget. So he is coming in from the Blue Barracudas. He's going to reap quote-unquote, repeat as division champion, but earn his first-ever Green Monkeys division crown. Wow. Uh, strong team there. We talked about him earlier, so I think Seth is going to take it there. Yeah, I think I think the Green Monkeys division – I will say I think the Green Monkeys division is going to be the most competitive division mm-hmm. this year. That's my opinion. Yep. That's my opinion. Orange Iguanas. Conveniently, we did the Reorgan. It's, you know, the one that's not – our division is the yeah. one that's most competitive. Yeah, definitely <laughs> did that on purpose. <laughs> At, we knew the results of the draft, mm-hmm. and we said that that was going to be the most yep. competitive after the draft. We knew Greg was going to trade for Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. So we yep. were all on. Exactly. Orange Iguana's division. That is your division, Jack. Let's go. Who won it last year? Last year was you. Repeat. Question two, mark. Two-time repeat. Can you go for the three? You won a two back to back last year. Yep. Unfortunately, I think you're gonna go back to back. Kachuga, Kachuga, back to back to back. Mostly just because I think it's the weakest division this year. Okay, that's all right. My strongest opinion. team, strongest team in the league, weakest division. But that's because they have to go against me twice. That's what oh, they're gonna have to work. Sure. Right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so you're right. yeah. So you're right, Lee. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I am gonna win this division. No, no questions asked. Um, why don't we run through some of our, so we got, we got, our, we got our division Ooh. winners. Let's start talking about playoffs. Playoffs? Yes. So Lee, uh, I'm just going to go through my seeding as I project. Uh, number one seed is obviously the old style boys. Number two is regretfully the crotchety rim jobs. Thank you. Number three is respectfully the temple guards. Number four is predictably the San Piero 69ers. Number five is adjacently the, <laughs> the I can't keep up with your vocabulary. Fields here, of Dreams. Fields of Dreams. I think they're gonna return to the playoffs. Uh, they had a strong play, they had a strong postseason last year in the consolation. They round. did. So they carry that into the playoffs. And number five six is surprisingly section P. I think they are Ooh, gonna have so wow. So you do not agree with what I said earlier. Well, you know, they, they just have to go up against me twice. It's tough. And then they'll win every other game? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. And I'll win every other game. And you'll too. win every other game. Got it. 14 and 0. Lee, walk us through your... Mine, I have, of course, crotchety rim shots, number one overall. Then I have, regretfully, number two, the old style boys. <laughs> Then I have number three, I have the San Piero 69ers, Gregory. Number four, this is where I have stonks only go up. Wow. You don't even have them in the playoffs. I have Ryan, the first wild card right there. I probably should have had him in the playoffs just with how deep his team is. That means that, that kind of guarantees yep. these guys. Number five, I have the Temple Guard, Seth. And six... This is great because this spot right here was chosen exactly for this guy. This was the most, the second most points for the unlucky loser uh, wildcard spot. So, James, 
I got Welcome you right there, at number six. Welcome. Is that his first time? No, yeah. he's, he was in he's been before. Yeah. Okay, but James, welcome to the playoffs. But I guess what that does mean, though, we both don't have the Rough Riders in the playoffs again. Sorry. He, I think hey, he's he made the, it last year. Oh, he did? Who's the – didn't we say that uh, – you know, Edie? Section P? Section P. Edie didn't No, I thought he did. I thought he did. I don't know. Uh, we'll, well, we'll check the books. I, I thought there's one person, one I team. I think it might that, be Edie, to be honest. Okay. All right. So, selling, I have breaking through the – There you go. With, uh, new, new management. New management. New so. management. <laughs> okay, Lee, in round one, uh, the way you have it seated, you have Greg versus James and Sonics versus the yep. Guards. And, and I think for you, you have it the same way where we just did chalk to for the uh, for the Yeah, we didn't, take we didn't do the game. whole picking and that stuff because, yeah. So I have Greg versus James. James, congrats on the playoffs. Unfortunately, your, uh, your watch ends in uh, the round one. I think Greg will beat you there. Um, and then I have Ryan versus Seth. And I think Ryan's Ryan's wow. victorious wildcard run continues. And wow. Ryan moves on to the second round of the League of the Hidden Temple playoffs. Okay. For me, my matchups are Seth and the Temple Guards versus Section P. Uh, I'm going to take the Temple Guards here. They, they're they just strong team. So taking the Temple Guards. Sal Lang's first playoff appearance ends in week 15. But, but uh, the season's happy to a be victory. There. Yes, happy exactly. to be there. Uh, and the next round, I have the 69ers versus the Dreams. Uh, and here, I'm going to take Fields of Dreams in a little bit of an upset. Ooh, baby, upset. Baby, baby upset. Baby upset. There. Baby upset. Five, or, five over the four. Five over four. So in round two, we have uh, the Old Style Boys versus... Sex, uh, fields of Dreams, and of course, come on. I got that first round by. I'm 14 to 0 at this point. I'm going to make it 15 to 0. Moving on to the chip. And in this other semifinals round, we have the Crotchety Rim Jobs versus the Temple Guards. And the Temple Guards are making it through in an upset. Big mistake, the, Jack. The three seed over, another baby upset, three seed over two seed. So that puts me and Seth in the championship. And you can probably guess what I pick, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it afterwards. But big mistake there, Jack. Not so fast. Not so fast. Round two, I have the crotchety rim shots, number one seed over the number four seed stocks going only go up because, of course, number in the second matchup, we have the number two seed and the number three seed, the old style boys versus San Fierro 69ers. Don't worry, Jack. I have you winning that matchup. You're welcome. I have a little bit more confidence in you than you have confidence in me. Oh, that's third place matchup, Jack. That puts me at Greg, number three, and Ryan Stunk, only go up, number four. I have a baby upset here. Third place winner, Ryan, and Greg loses in a third place match two Again. years in a row Man, for me. That will be a bitter taste in his mouth. For my third place match. Call that, hold on, call that season unsuccessful. Ooh. Wow. Write it down. Uh, my third place match, I have the crotchety rim shots, yours, against Fields of Dreams. And I'm taking a bigger upset here. Five over the two in the third place Big match. Mistake. The Fields of Dreams take the, the, the third place uh, prize, which is like 100 bucks, I think, or something like that. And uh, the honor of beating you, which is always nice. So, Lee, we're on to our championship round. The For me, I have... Uh, Old style boys. Pretty. I might as well just get a buy into the championship, to be honest. Versus the Temple Guards. Old style boys, fifteen and zero. Why stop there? 
Well, I'll tell you why. Because the Temple Guards are taking wow. the crown. Wow. Wow. How about that? 15 for the that? boys. Tough year. Tough year. I would How be, about that? I, you know, I'm going to be... I'm going to tell Renee just to remove all the drywall in our apartment because I'm going to just pepper it with my oh, yeah. fists of fury. Yep. yep. So my championship here is the Crotchy Rim Shots versus you, Jack. And I'm not – I'm sorry. <sighs> I can't make you win, so I have to pick me. Only because I can't make you win. Damn. It is not because it is me winning. It is only because I cannot have you so both win. Both of us have me getting second. That's correct. For the so second that's year a good in a row. Of money. Second year in a row. That's, that that's, that's that good be, money in your pocket there. Keep the money. I don't want it. You don't just want it. You just want I'll second place glory. Doesn't I don't get want on the, the, the second place doesn't get on the trophy, doesn't, though, Doesn't Jack. mean a thing. Doesn't mean a thing. Second place is first loser. Good point. Well, there, there you have it, folks. Our our predictions for the season are in. We and know that we know that I went one in five or whatever it was last you year. You gotta regress. You went six and oh I gotta regress. Whatever it was. So we're both gonna go three and three is my prediction. <laughs> Okay, uh, so here is something else you guys have all been waiting for. The first the return. The return of game day. Game the, day. The other lesser known game day is in Charlotte this week. But the main game day that everyone cares about, the nationally known game day, is in, well, let's find out. The 2021 season is underway, and the game day bus is making its first stop in Wheeling, Illinois, for a 2020 Shrine Bowl rematch. With Derrick Henry and Devontae Adams, Coach Emily is ready to make a big splash in the league and defend the Shrine for prestige worldwide. But Coach Jack has vengeance on his mind. Saquon, Ridley, and the boys are back to complete their unfinished business. Will Prestige Worldwide bring down the house, or will the boys crash their boats and their dreams? Find out this week on Temple Game Day. There you have it, folks. First ever game day and a great one. But with that, we have everybody's favorite segment. It is back, ladies and gentlemen. The Malort Bet of the Week. Brought to you by Jepson's Malort. Malort, I just threw up. Let's party. I love it. So, the Malort Bet of the Week is back, and it has been chosen since the beginning of time that, this morning, that the winner <laughs> of the previous season of the Malort Cup gets to go first. That's fair. That's I fair. won the Malort yep. Cup last year. He's got the is, trophy in his mantle. sitting right next to it. It is gorgeous. It is pretty. I love it. So, I get to go first. My upset for the first week. The upsets were a little tough this week, actually, I would say, especially because it's the first week of the season. Mm-hmm. You never know whose team's going to be good, yep. whose team's going to be bad. I am going with a pretty big upset here. I'm going with the number 10 Rough Riders over the number 6 Fields of Dreams. That is a good one. Excuse me. For my upset pick, I'm going with a baby upset, but it is higher up in the rankings, so. It's still an upset. Still an upset. I'm going with the number 4 Temple Guards. Starting off their season off right over the San Piero 69ers, who are only going to score 68 points. For my lock of the week, come on, it's too easy. The old style boys getting their vengeance on game day over prestige worldwide. Wide, wide, wide. Uh, I just feel good about this week. Jalen Hurts goes up against the Falcons, so that's a lot of points to be scored. Uh, So just feeling good. Yeah. Your lock? My lock. And I forgot to give uh, a very little bit of a, a 
guidance on why I picked the Rough Riders. I just I like Sam's uh, team yeah. a little bit better than I like uh, Ty's team. Just for I'll say just for this week. Sure. Um, the lock. Obviously, it's going to be the number one overall seed, Crotchy Rim Shots, over the number nine seed fantasy football team. Yeah. I mean, come on. If you're not going to pick the upset, which neither of us did, that means it's got to be a lock. Yeah. So, locking it. I'm locking it in. So, My wild card. That means I give wild somebody. Card, bitches. So I went first. So what that means is I get to give Jack the first pick of the remaining two teams, two matchups, I mean, mm-hmm. and then I get stuck with the last one. So I gave Jack number 11, Section P, versus number 12, Salacious Spelunkers. 11 versus 12, that's a great matchup from rankings-wise. Jack, who do you have there? In the FCC game of the, FCS uh, game of the week, uh, I'm going to go with Section P over the Salacious Spelunkers. Uh, Tom Brady has not been taking first-team reps for the Salacious Spelunkers, so there might be a little misstep in uh, in uh, their offense this week. So I'm going to go with Section P. A little bit of chalk, but not really chalk because it's so far back. Down. Yeah. My wild card, then, that means you gave me, but cool. really cool. just by process elimination, I received – Number two stocks only only go stocks only go up versus the number eight score some mores. and this was actually in contention for me to be the lock. So I will easily take the number two in a route over number eight. A route score and s'mores score s'mores. Apologize, Adam. Uh, Ryan's team I think is just better than Adam's, and I. Although before these two trades were made, I thought Adam's team, we all know, Adam's team, I said, was not the greatest. Um, again, this was before the two, the two trades were made for him, but I still think Adam's team needs a little bit of work, and I like Ryan's team a lot. So I will take uh, Stonks Only Go Up as my wild card winner there. Very good pick, Lee. Uh, scoring some more is picking up where they left off last year. So good pick. Well, folks, there you have it. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to smash the bell, smash that like, subscribe, like and subscribe on uh, Spotify. Uh, share it with your friends. Share it with your parents even, maybe. I don't know, your family. Maybe they'll like it. You know, it's Labor Day weekend. Listen to it while grilling a, grilling a steak on the Barbie. Uh, so good luck next week as we kick off the 2021 League of the Hidden Temple season. I'm very excited for what's ahead. Lee? Ta-ta for now. It's Temple Talk.